Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Ash Mera. Ash Mera is the co-founder and group CEO of Antworks, a global leader in AI and robotics. He believes humane, responsible AI is the future and is excited by its limitless applications to solve for issues that impact business, our lives, and the planet we inhabit. Prior to boarding the entrepreneurial ship, Ash headed Infosys, BPO, Asia-Pacific Japan, and the Middle East. His experience of over 20 years has also spanned across leadership roles in large IT-enabled service organizations, having worked extensively across the UK and the United States. Well, good afternoon, Ash. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Brian. Thank you for having me today. You bet. Today is all relative, right? We were just talking, you know, it's it's 8 o'clock in the morning, Central Standard Time in the United States, and it's 9 p.m. in Singapore. I appreciate your flexibility, and this is just great that we can actually, with technology, be able to communicate across several time zones. Amazing. Ash, I was looking at your profile, and digital transformation is obviously thrown around quite loosely, but we're going to talk about that today. So digital transformation is a term that's been around since the 1990s. Again, quite a broad and vague topic. So in your view, what is digital transformation? You know, Brian, uh, just like many other terms that we've lived through over the last few decades, digital transformation seems to be one of those terms that people use to sound good or intelligent. And digital transformation is, to my mind, one of the most overviews and commonly misinterpreted phrases used in the industry today. It becomes a catch-all umbrella term to describe any sort of digital technology inside a business, but really about two things, integration and the second one being high-value outcomes for both the business and its customers. So firstly, arriving at a true digital transformation program means integrating digital technology into all areas of the business. And this is where people get it wrong. And across the complete end-to-end processes as well, right? If you look at the enterprise, it's not piecemeal and it cannot be partial. For any business still operating with manual paper-based processes, that means adopting a bouquet of technologies to achieve any desired end-to-end business process outcome. And secondly, at a strategic corporate level, it's about leveraging integrated digital technologies to achieve a higher level of business performance overall. It's about enhancing customer delight. It's about reducing time to market and utilizing in-house skills to focus on higher value initiatives. This is the prize behind digital transformation. So to my mind, those are the broad definitions of digital transformation. So true, right? It's been around for such a long time, but starting to get abused and misused very frequently. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think people jump on that buzzword They jump on that bandwagon and they throw the term around pretty loosely. There is some discipline around uh, true digital transformation and what it really means. So I appreciate you sharing your view on that. Thank you very much. Ash, change is hard. Digital transformation is even harder, right? We talked about that. So a recent Harvard Business Review survey found that digital transformation was the number one concern for leadership, directors, CEOs, senior executives, right? Last year. Yet 70% of all digital transformation initiatives don't even reach their goals. Why do some of these digital transformation efforts succeed and why do others fail? Brian, thank you for throwing that out there because it's so true. The biggest challenge is that digital transformation is looked upon by leaders as a project and not a journey. Sure. Right? 
And mistake number one for most digital transformation efforts is placing an end date on the initiative. That's an impossible expectation which should be squashed at the very outset. The job is never done. It simply progresses into new stages. Setting an end date is like asking, how long will it take until I've finished parenting my child, right? Yeah. In my view, totally is a journey and not a project. As they say, change is the only constant in an enterprise, right? That means continuously transforming needs to become the only constant, especially in the post-COVID environment or the post-COVID era, if you want to call it. Equally, a lack of collective focused objectives can derail a digital transformation program before it's even begun. For an enterprise to transform itself digitally, it simply cannot afford to operate in silos. There has to be organization-wide engaging all business units to support change across overlapping systems and processes because you know one links into the other at some point in time in the journey of the enterprise or in the journey of a business process. And lastly, and most importantly, patience. There is no magic wand or technology out there that can deliver business case results overnight. If anybody says that to you, question it. Any business truly looking to transform from a legacy environment to a renewed, refreshed digital one needs to understand that radical enterprise-wide change takes time. It cannot happen overnight. And yes, it can gain pace quickly. You can measure changes to improve process metrics, but the real race is a marathon, Brian, and not a sprint. I would totally agree with that. And thank you for sharing that. Ash, will digital transformation disrupt all industries and which industries, you know, are you seeing that would take advantage or have the most to gain from implementing a digital transformation strategy? Brian, every industry has the opportunity to benefit from digital transformation. So I'm not going to pick out one or the other. Uh, To what extent varies on multiple factors, right? Two of the biggest indicators we've witnessed that accelerate an enterprise's need, potential and appetite for digital transformation are the amount of unstructured data an enterprise is dealing with and also how heavily paper-based their processes are. In the wake of COVID-19, we've seen notable spikes in the banking sector, many of whom are fighting against the LIBOR transaction clock at the end of 2021, and the insurance sector who are notoriously legacy-based, paper-heavy manual institutions, right? Other front runners include BPO, mortgage, and government sectors for similar reasons. And pardon me for bringing up COVID because this is the new reality. But you know, given the COVID environment, I can also see the retail sector having lots of gain from an um, organization resilience perspective, right? In my view, those would be the top few industries that can gain from digital transformation. But again, like I said, every industry has the opportunity to benefit from digital digital transformation, just the extent varies. Sure. No, that would totally make sense. Thank you for sharing. So Ash, it's often been said information is power, right? So with digital transformation, we're seeing that information is power only if you can use it. Why is information in this case in the form of data so essential to successful digital transformation strategy? 
Brian, I can't emphasize enough this one point that keeps coming up and really, really bothers me. And if you take only one thing away from the discussion today, uh, let it be this one. Data is the single most important component to the success of any digital transformation or automation journey, right? And I'll go to the extent of saying clean data and curated data. The premise is very simple. The cleaner and quicker that data can flow through an organization, the faster you will achieve your desired business outcome, period. And with faster, better business outcomes comes happier customers, lower transaction costs, lower time to market, which is really the core of any enterprise and which in turn leads to enhanced top and bottom lines leading to an impact on the enterprise's stock price. It's another win-win-win all around, right, for an enterprise or for an organization. So in short, the accessibility of clean, curated, usable data will either become your digital transformation success point or failure point. It is truly binary. And recognizing and preparing for it at the start of the journey will save a lot of pain further down the road in the whole digital transformation journey, as I've always called it. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's, that is powerful. So Ash, can you share one example of a digital transformation success, something you can share on that? Absolutely, Brian. You know, many come to my mind, but let me pick the insurance sector, which is, like I said, you know, legacy systems heavy, paper heavy kind of business processes and environments. So let's pick a claims process that we delivered for John Hancock on the East Coast, part of the Manu Life Group. One of their challenges that they wanted to solve as part of their digital transformation journey was that they would receive claims forms that were not printed, but were handwritten because there still are handwritten forms out there. And that is a pretty large percentage. If you really look at it globally, it's a very large percentage of how people file their claims today. And the way this organization looked at it was it didn't just look at it, you know, with the siloed approach. The organization looked at it holistically saying, if I need to have a happy customer, what is my customer looking for? So we started at customer delight. And what does customer delight mean for himself or herself? And then what could John Hancock do to deliver customer delight to its customers? And when you listed out the top two or three things, the number one thing was that my claims gets processed in the shortest period of time. That was as simple as a definition for customer delight that you could get when a claim got filed. So they went out on a search and looked for technologies that could deliver that customer delight for their customers. And very quickly, they came to a realization that trying and using multiple different discrete tools was not giving them single point of ownership or accountability, or as I like to call it, Brian, a single throat to hug or choke to deliver that customer delight. When they came across us, they saw that the Einstein platform that is our product was able to deliver a soup to nuts of that claims process and taking it to a different level, it wasn't only able to deliver you know, on printed text, but it was also able to deliver on handwritten text. So they looked at it from an internal perspective as to where else could they use this technology of Antworks. They looked at it from a customer delight perspective. They looked at it, how it integrated 
integrated with legacy systems and how over a period of time it could replace those legacy systems to again enhance the flow of data through the organization. And they took a very holistic approach working closely with us. And today, you know, we deliver anywhere between 88 and 92% accuracy on claims to be processed. And we've provided a 200% decrease in claims processing time. End result, a happy customer. That's amazing. That's exactly what we all need is the discipline to take the time and in some cases set aside some funding to do this. But it's important that people realize that we're in an era of disruption. And if you're not disrupting or you don't have a digital transformation strategy, you will be left behind. And so that's a great example. I appreciate you sharing that. I have another question for you here. If you could just kind of briefly share what's next for digital transformation. In my mind, you need to look at it uh, with a few lenses. If I had to look at it purely with one lens, and I'm coming back to, again, a post-COVID era, because life is going to be very different for all of us in every way, shape, and form. It truly is operational and organization resilience. How do you embark on a digital transformation journey to ensure organizational resilience? The speed of adoption of technology, of automation technologies, will continue to rapidly increase and implementation times will shrink. What is currently seen as strong appetite for digital transformation will in fact become necessity. So I don't think it's going to be something that people are going to have too much choice on embarking because it's going to be the need of the hour. In my view, organizations will increase the need to transform end-to-end processes across to remain competitive. They will need to go beyond just the traditional task automation of RPA that so many confused digital transformation programs believe that it is helping them deliver true automation. Organizational resilience will become the new table stakes for growth, in my view, and actually not even for growth just for survival. Operational resilience tactics alone will no longer be enough, Ryan. It will be those businesses that build true enterprise-wide approaches to resilience will see biggest competitive advantages. That's just in my view. And there is truly so much more to do before the real potential of digital transformation can be fully realized. I actually think it's less about asking what's next and more about asking what isn't next. As quite honestly, we've really only seen the tip of the iceberg from a digital transformation perspective. And going back to your first question that we both agreed on, that it is a frequently used and abused word. So as the world begins to realize the real value and significance of previously underrated clean data and organizations everywhere are waking up to the stark reality of the hollow promises that a technology tool called RPA alone had made, we will see more and more businesses focusing on fixing their data gap to solve for digital transformation because no digital transformation journey will be successful with dirty data. So my prediction to wrap this up is that this focus on clean curated data digitization will grow in bounds as data becomes recognized as the lifeblood, if you may, behind successful digital transformation. This mindset shift won't happen overnight, Brian. It will happen though. Take my word for that. And the mission of my organization is to help the world, which frankly is changing faster than any of us can think, get there sooner and with less pain along the way. And I'd just like to wrap up by quoting one of my favorite poets, Robert Frost. I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. 
That is a great quote. And I think it resonates <laughs> with you based on your schedule, your time zone and, and your clients. I appreciate you staying active and staying healthy during this time, obviously, but please be sure to schedule some time for yourself. You work a lot of hours due to the different time zones and your clients. My hat's off to you. No, thank you so much. And you know, you take care as well, Brian. You pretty much burned the midnight oil as well. So, uh, you know, stay safe and take care of yourself. You bet. And thanks again, Ash. It was a pleasure having you today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Likewise, Brian. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Bye.